0: Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Reem, Steady, hot and strong. Install Reem.
1: Madness. Due to the rapid rate of infection, we can no longer continue to play. Some kind of man.
2: We have made the unprecedented decision to suspend the 2020 season. A season like no other. It's been the toughest season of all time. I didn't think we'd get here. But after COVID bubbles, new rules, Wooty's in Sanitizer, and Peter Volandi's, we are so, so close to having a new NRL champion. Here
3: we go. Here we go. The finals are
2: here. At Gold. Who will make the NRL grand final? It's down to this. The
3: Panthers. Incredible! Oh the Ravenos are white right hot tonight. the Dalphaduke carries the storm into another grand final. The camera Raiders, a prime season, comes to a heartbreaking end. Bring it on. Ah, yes, hello, and welcome to a very, very special night here at ANZ Stadium. For one of these two teams, a rare appearance in the NRL Grand Final is on the way. For the Penrith Panthers, looking for their fourth Grand Final appearance in their 54-year history. And for all the premierships the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs have won, they have made just one Grand Final in the last 48 years. So whichever, whichever way this goes tonight, it is rare air. For the Panthers or the Rabbitohs. Melbourne's waiting, and boy, didn't they look ominous. Speaking of ominous, ominous conditions here at ANZ Stadium, it's been uh, quite murky, and there was a lot of haze around. Obviously, a lot of hazard reduction in Sydney today, but that seems to have cleared. There has been a constant threat of rain, and it's been a bit windy as well, but so far it's all holding off. Ryan Girdler, one of Pen- Penrith's finest sons, hello to you.
0: Hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, Dan, hopefully the weather does hold off. We've got two sides here that like to throw the football around. Uh, exciting times. Both totally different paths to get here. You know, you had the, the, the Panthers that came out of that COVID break and just, you know, haven't lost a game since. And then the the Rabbitohs that came out and have just had different sort of patches through the season where they've clicked into gear and you thought, you know, they could do anything. And then you've had other moments where um, they haven't been so so convincing. and um they come into tonight on the back of some really good form, and I think we're going to have a, a decent prelim final in our hands here, Dan.
3: Yes, indeed, and a man who has promised to be totally impartial
2: tonight. <laughs> 1991 Premiership winner with the Panthers, Mark Geyer. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Gerds. Good evening, everybody. Um, amazingly, these two teams have never met in a final before. Isn't that a great, incredible? Uh, unbelievable. Um, and just like all finals, there's a bit of theatre before kickoff. Some late changes, um, which are I didn't see coming. Tyrone May is going to start for Brent Naden in the centres. Spencer Lenu is out of the team. Kenny is onto the bench for him. And for South Sydney, uh, Bailey Siren will go onto the centres for uh, obviously Campbell Graham. Uh, Liam Knight will go into the lock. And Cam Murray will go to second row with uh, Jed Cartwright back to the bench. So here it comes.
3: <laughs> well, well, let's analyse that. Hame Selo for the Bunnies, the number 19, will play. But obviously they had a problem with Campbell Graham ruled out. Uh, So we all thought Jed Cartwright would go into that center position, but it's going to be Bailey Surinun, who's had a terrific back half of the year. But Gerds, what do you make of the Panthers? This is a team that's won 16 in a row. Um, It has just gone along so smoothly, yet here we go, their biggest game to date. And Brent Naden is given, well, I can't say the flick, because he's put back to the bench... You've got Mitch Kenny now as a backup to RP Corus out, but yep. RP I think, is a pretty solid 80-minute player. And Tyrone May, who's been pinch-hitting off the bench now, is expected to play the full 80. It's it's a very uh, eye-opening change or I, set of changes from Ivan Clear, Unconventional from Ivan,
0: isn't it? It's going to be interesting to see how they actually use uh, Tyrone May today. You would think at some point, like Brent Mayden, let's be honest, got a little exposed in the early parts of... Um, their first semi-final against the Roosters. A couple of tries down that side early on and might have been overawed by the occasion. But I thought after that, he yeah. recovered really well and got on with the job. And I thought he's had a, a fantastic season. So he'd be a little bit disappointed about that. But Tyrone May, he's a solid player, comes in, solid defensive player. Um, he, he'll take that position. But you would imagine after 15 or 20 minutes, you would put young Nate Nine and you would move um, May either back onto the bench or into another role on the field because there's no use having a centre on the bench for eighty minutes, if you're not going to use him, then what do you think, MG? I
2: I, I don't know. I, I haven't really had time to process it. I I, I think if he starts, may he'll stay there, and unless there's an injury, I I, I don't see that. I, I agree with you. You don't like it, do you? No, I, I just think it's why broke. Why why fix something's not broke? Yeah, they, they've gotten here to without any distractions, and I, unless something's happened through the week then there's been an injury or something to Brent Naden we, that we don't know about. Obviously, then um, it makes perfect sense. But, but then to put on, him on the bench. On face value, it's, it seems the, the, that he's been penalised for that opening 10 minutes against the Roosters. All right. Well, we'll hear from Ivan Cleary shortly. Uh, Brent Reid
4: with us uh, tonight. Hello to you. Hello, guys. How are you? It's exciting stuff, isn't it? i a great game last night. Melvin looked uh, ominous. I wonder whether Uppies Appy's had some injuries this year, hasn't he? So, some niggly little things. I wonder whether Mitch Kenny's on there just as cover for...
0: Well, Lee knew I- was actually... He was... He pulled out, didn't he? So he was injured or something happened to him either today or in, in the captain's run. So it wasn't through something that necessarily happened to Appy. It was actually something that happened to Linu. But then you would imagine with a big guy coming off the bench and already having a smaller guy on there in Nate, and you would bring more size to the bench if you had the, possi- if like a J- the option. a
4: Jack
2: Hetherington or something?
0: Yeah. Well,
4: I wonder if they're worried about Jack's temperament for a game like this. I mean, he can sail a bit close to the wind, Jack, can't he? And- um, you know, yep. throw him into this might have been a bit much to ask, but I mean, South changes Wayne's. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't second guess Wayne. I mean, he's the master at this time of year, Wayne. It's been a yep. long time, ten years, ten years this year since he won a grand final, Wayne, and yep. it's been a long time between drinks. But uh, he's still very good at this time of year, Wayne. So uh, RP seventy five minutes a game now. Uh, he has. He has
3: played less than 80 minutes on a few occasions this year. But anyway, we'll wait and mm. see. It's uh, a spanner in the works. Isn't it nice to come to the footy? You know, there's a crowd, and I said this a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Strangely, it's wonderful to have traffic outside, and P1 is back to its old uh, tricks where it's yeah. an absolute mess trying to get in. I love it when people try and uh, – P1 is pre-booked, so you have to have a ticket to go in, and then people try and talk their way in as if they're going to be the one that can
4: fool the, uh, the attendance out the you've front. You've got to be smart, and you've got to carry an old – P1 pass in your car. Ah. You've got to be clever. Reedy, really, Reedy. Really. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, should I? Mate, next you're going to tell people how they can build a bomb. No, ignore that. What, what, what are you
3: doing, Reedy? Really? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, no, we'll edit yeah, it edit out, out then, for yeah. the recorded version. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh, uh, 40,000 we're expected uh, to have here tonight and. Uh, how unusual! The top the top decks are filling up as well. So, do we think really next week we might get more than forty? I know Volandis and, and Andrew Abdo were pushing, I think, to get the corporate boxes all filled, and uh, they
4: had sixty thousand as a as a as a hope. Yeah. Well, I, I imagine that'd be hard to do now, Dan, to try and get them to change it. The next couple, I suppose. I mean, Peter's a pretty savvy operator, as we well know, and I'm sure he'll push it right to the nth degree and, and until the very, very very, last uh, last minute. So I wouldn't rule it out, but I would have thought that would be pretty difficult to get done um, in the short time you got to, to grand final day.
3: Okay, so it looks like, okay, 40,000 might be uh, the crowd. 30, 37,000 turned up last night at, at Suncorp, and what about the dramas there with the ticketing? But uh, I don't think we're going to have that here. It was, uh, it was nice and flowing, the, the crowd... Uh, outside
2: um, I got dropped off so I, I avoid all that stuff I, I don't like crowds i got one of my sons who was home I was thinking I'll give you a hundred bucks to drop me <laughs> I ought to come and pick you up for Hanji.
4: drop me off I ought to come and pick you up for a hundred as well 50 each, fifty
2: each way and so he's going to come back at 10.30 I, and get me at 10.30 so I, I don't have to worry about P1 and just go straight out to the, the, the rank there and jump in the car and off I go Geez, aren't we learning all the tricks?
3: Bring, nah. bring an old P1 Can't get mm-hmm. someone to drop it off. I would have picked you up if, as long as you bought me Maccas because I had the chicken <laughs> parmy on the way. Oh. Outstanding.
2: Oh, 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 I've got Maccas on the way as well.
3: Did you have the chicken parmy? No, I had the new chilli burger. Oh, that's right, because you love your hot food, because you're a psycho. And
2: and you guys will feel the full brunt of that throughout the night.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What what an image. What an image. Anyway, it's great to have Maccas on board and Ream Hot Water Mm. as well. Any drummers out of last night, Reedy? It seemed like Melbourne,
4: maybe apart from Brandon Smith, came out fairly Unscathed. Well, I think he's been cleared today, Brendan mm. Smith, uh, from memory. So um, it looks as though they'll be fine, Melbourne. Obviously, uh, Dale Finnucan got through the game well. Well, Cameron Munster got through the game well, um, and there were no charges. So smooth sailing for for the Storm he- heading into next week.
3: I was looking at the Ladbrokes market. There were there was something like a eighty-five uh, before tonight's game. I assume if Penrith win, I assume if Penrith win tonight. Um, it's going to be maybe a dollar ninety. Like, w- w- if it's Penrith Melbourne, it is one of the most even grand finals oh, yeah. we've seen in a long time.
2: And, and the two teams that have been on top of the the hill all, all year, you know, it's yeah. they they deserve to be in the grand final together and, and, and to duke it out. Uh, the second youngest team in the competition in Penrith, who have just been on a massive wave throughout this season, and. Um, if, they, if they win tonight, eight, well, 17 in a row, they'll equal the... Yeah. the
0: it would need the, to be a performance, though, tonight. draw a level with oh. what Melbourne did oh. achieve last oh, night. I,
2: I, I, I think Melbourne should start favourite whoever they play. Against a seasoned
0: Canberra yeah. side that yeah. had a look in their eye the week before. Yeah. Gee, i tell you what. But, you know, we we'll... If, if you look at this Penrith outfit and the way that they went about that first semi-final, I think a lot of people were worried about how they would react under a little bit of adversity, and they got that in the first ten minutes, and they responded well. But they responded in front of their own fans in a ground that they were familiar with, at Penrith yes. Park. Today, they're in a, in a space where not a lot of these guys would have played. Mm. Uh, South, I think, have won seven out of their last eight against Penrith here. This is their their spiritual home, and they'll come out. Um, with a spring in their step, and it's a slight advantage to the bunnies. There's a lot of South people here as well, as we saw as we were walking in. So, a few more hurdles to overcome before they get the opportunity to get into the big one, Dan. So, we'll see how they handle it.
3: And we'll get the South uh, uh, shortly here on Triple M footy. But um, does it give you heart, MG, the way Melbourne, the fresh team, dismantled Canberra, particularly out of, off the blocks, that maybe Penrith could do the same to South City? You don't seem to care what the scenario is.
2: Yeah, I think. Um, or, or the, the catch cry or the narrative, which is, it seems to be the buzzword this year um, coming to these prelims, was the rest versus momentum. Um, the Raiders and South Sydney seem to have all the momentum where Penrith and Melbourne both had that luxury of having a week off. And I think in the current climate, when these guys have played 18 straight weeks, they've had no rest. I don't know. Look, I'm thinking maybe Penrith wanted to keep playing the way they were going. Maybe that week off for them felt like it a month or six weeks because they're so young and eager. But I really do think it's a benefit, Dan. I think having that week off is such a luxury to have. And Melbourne showed last night that um, I think finally Canberra last night hit the brick wall, you know, flying up on the day of the game. uh, All them trips from Canberra to... Campbelltown Stadium throughout the year, playing, um, living out of a suitcase, and it kind of hit home. Penrith have had a pretty good run as far as flight in, in and out. I think twice this year they've done it, maybe to Brisbane and to... Yeah, the, they,
3: they and Parramatta have had a pretty chance. Yeah, run. so
2: that, in that regard, it's good, but um, look, I, I, I think Penrith the week off would have done them the world of good. Um, obviously, uh, they're a young team, they want to play, but uh, tonight I think we'll see. They would have watched last night and know that... Um, a good start is paramount against a team with momentum. And they'll probably try and replicate what Melbourne did last night.
3: Well, that's what they've been doing all year, blowing teams away well, early, if really. If
2: the optics were anything to go
4: by, watching the Penrith blokes out there earlier before they went to, went to get changed uh, to start their preparation, they look they look, up, they look you know, cocky and confident and they're bouncing around, look like they're full of energy. Um, they don't look like a side that's going to get overwhelmed by this occasion, this stadium. I don't think they've looked like it all year. They just don't seem to... Nothing seems to really worry them, does it? Except for those first
3: 10 15 minutes where they almost seem Gerd's overhyped against the room. Remember, Brian Toll was almost yeah. pounding his ch- you know, punching his chest like Tarzan in the dressing room, and then he made a couple of boo boos early and. Uh, Do you think that was their nervous moment gone?
0: Oh, look, I I don't know. I I think they're better for that moment, Dan. Whether they get put in another situation like that against South Sydney, they're probably a little bit more fluid at the moment than, than the Roosters were. The Roosters came into that game obviously not in the best form but with a lot of talented players. Um, and they'll be able to overcome that situation. You give a side like South Sydney an opportunity to get some points on the board, and they score, as we spoke about last week, they score points in bunches. And for fun. And and, <laughs> and, and and if they click and they find their rhythm, they're not going to be such an easy side to break down. So it's not a situation Penrith need to find themselves in tonight. They, they've, they've, they've based their season on ball possession, getting the end of their sets, getting to a a good kick, that kick usually being well executed by Nathan or Jerome um, and having the other team start exactly where they don't want it, coming out of their own end. So they need to go back to those fundamentals tonight that's what they do really well that's what's got them here and they need to remember that and if they do that tonight i don't think south sydney after playing you know two sudden death finals in the last couple of weeks that can take its toll on you too dan don't forget yeah. every time you go out there it's your last throw of the dice and even though you're getting the you're getting the w's doesn't mean it's not taking anything out of the group so they've had a couple of those now and they've had a couple of hard-fought wins last week they found themselves in a position where you know, we thought they were gone at half-time yeah. and they found a way to come back. So how much has that taken out of their tank? Um, and, yeah, Penrith, on the other hand, if they don't give them those opportunities, South Sydney, and South Sydney don't have the energy to take them, Penrith could... Yeah. Yeah, it could go on and do a good job here tonight.
2: Well, I think for South to have any chance of knocking Penrith off tonight, they've got to, they've got to find the, the ingredients to, to hassle Nathan Cleary. I, I haven't seen a halfback, a playmaker, have so much time on their hands, in my life, in, in my life, as, as Nathan Cleary has this year, he gets the ball, he does a little in, a little out, and he just does it so easily. And I think if I think you'll see him getting hassled tonight by the likes of Liam Knight, Bailey Siren, and, and maybe Damien Cook out of dummy half. So Nathan Cleary's had a had a season for the ages. He'll win the Dalian Medal after being docked. Well, you know, he got the points back, didn't he? Yeah, but so, uh, he, he might have won it anyway. I think, yeah, he would have won it anyway. He's had such a, a dominant year, and he's just grown into his skin. He's, he's got over all the early early dramas that he had earlier in the year, and he's just flourished. He just, he's become the the the, the, the leader that. He always had to be. All
3: right. We're going to talk about South on the other side of this. We're going to hear from Wayne Bennett. Really caught up with Ivan Cleary a few moments ago as well, so we'll bring that to you as well as Triple M rocks the finals. We are live here from ANZ Stadium as Triple M rocks the footy. Thanks to Ream Hot Water, Triple M rocks footy. We are live from ANZ Stadium, and uh, the teams have joined us. They're out there going through their warm up South out there for a couple of minutes, and Penrith getting a nice ovation. Crowd probably split down the middle. Hard to tell at this stage because it's spread out a bit, and they, they keep pouring in here, but probably down the middle. South Sydney and Penrith fans, as we expect, 40,000 for this preliminary final, the second grand final qualifier. Mark Guy, Ryan Girdler, Brent Reid, and Dan Ganane, your call team tonight. Tomorrow, the Sunday, Sinbin is back in its usual time slot, 1 o'clock. New South Wales time and midday Queensland time. And the grand final, the Saturday show will be on as normal and then all day Sunday will be on uh, from, I think it's one o'clock New South Wales uh, time for the uh, uh, pre-game. The... uh We've got the Saturday team coming in to do a show late in the afternoon. And then uh, are you calling it with us this year, Gerds? You're with the grand final team? We've yeah. Got, it's UN, so. Dell, isn't it? We've, we've, we're filling the box uh, for the uh, for the big one. Who
2: got the sideline gig in the, in the end? Uh, no, that's that's a sore point, mate. Oh. We don't want to say it while you're here. Well, I haven't heard anything. It's well, like Junior Tertola and sounds, sounds, the Tigers.
3: There's like, no phone call. That sounds like Triple M. <laughs> 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 no, jo- <laughs> jo- Joey's still waiting for a call to tell him we don't need him for <laughs> Monday Night Football anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway. Wait, uh, that's uh. not a sore point for anyone <laughs> uh, So these teams are out there. You know Penrith's got a good team Goods, When uh, Dean Farey is out there warming up He's not the 17 nor Matt Burton
2: It's a well, hell of a team because They said about the, uh, through the week that South might have the most
0: support But as both teams come out to warm up It was a definite advantage to the Mountain Men yeah, definitely. There was more noise, wasn't there? Yeah. But, uh, back to your point, Dan, it was strange, isn't it? When you've got a guy like Tyrone May sitting on the bench, like, if you wanted to get Brett Naden out of the team, you've got the opportunity to do it there with a right defensive centre, a focus centre like Dean Farre. Yeah. The problem is he's had about eight weeks on the sideline, so not enough footy under his belt to throw him in there. But you're right, there's some quality on the bench.
4: That's the issue with in the no squat. reserve grade this year, right? I mean, blokes just haven't been able to play footy. So, yeah, Dean Farre, he's barely played a game this year, has he? In memory. Hasn't played many. Um,
3: Let's talk about South because we have spent a lot of time on eight eight, eight games this year. Uh, The Bunnies, we know they had lost Campbell Graham. How significant is that, gents? A centre is normally something that usually we don't... It's not a halfback, it's not a 5'8", it's not a hooker. But it's a makeshift centre now, Bailey Surinan. How can that be exposed?
2: Well, it's it's more expendable in today's game. Um... You can see that, by the way, that have put Bailey Searman in at centre. So you're right, Dan, 100%. It's not a Damian Cook. It's not a uh, one of the halves in Reynolds or Cody Walker, but it's one of their form players. Um, when one of your form players isn't on the field, a la Billy Kickout for the Panthers as well, you notice it. You notice their presence is gone. Um, what, I've, what I've really loved about Campbell Graham this year, I, I know he's a fantastic finisher, but his defence has been just on point you know For such such a big big boy like he's probably six foot four and a half 105 106 kilos he's very agile and I thought he would have nullified maybe to a certain degree uh Steve Crichton tonight well that now I'm not sure what side um Bailey Siren will play but I reckon they'll change Gagai and put Gagai onto Crichton and put probably Bailey Siren onto Tyrone May
0: it's so easy to get exposed out in the centers these days Dan we saw it last night with Rappinger uh, they went at him the first couple of sets and he's a guy that's played on the wing and you know he's always willing to put his body on the line and, and get up and, and have a go Jordan Rapiner but last exposed night him he, he just decision making then just becomes you know he needs to fall back to experience and if you haven't got experience uh, especially against coming up a side that like to attack down that side like Penrith um, you can feel vulnerable, uh, and it's not good for your confidence. Now, um, it, I think Campbell Graham's done a fantastic job, as MG said, throughout the year in defence, but with the football, he brings the ball out of their own end well. He goes about his business without too much fanfare, and he's always competing when the ball's in the air. And I think if there's Penr- if there's a weakness in this Penrith side, and South would like to exploit it, it will be out on those edges where... Walker and Reynolds can put up kicks because don't forget Toto and Mansour are only about five foot eight, five foot nine. So if you've got some tall timber out on your edges there, they can compete and possibly we saw Tupu do it a couple of weeks ago for the Roosters, knocking the football back and trying to create opportunities like that. So um, I think he's a big loss today for the Bunnies. Well,
4: you want your best players in the park at this time of year, don't you? And when you consider they've got no Jimmy Roberts as well. Um, you know, Dane Gagai isn't really a centre. You know, I think uh, for South, he's generally a winger. Their centres would be James Roberts um, and Br- Campbell Graham when, every, when everyone's fit. And Braden Burns, you're right. So um, they've basically got two makeshift centres. I mean, Dane has Gag- Gag- played a lot in centre. We know that. But they obviously consider him more a winger these days. He's a winger with Queensland. Um, so you've got two so- – it's rough calling him a makeshift centre. But you've got two guys who aren't – That's not their best position, playing that position, against a team that's that's in red-hot form, and that's never good at this time of year.
3: MG, let's talk about the forwards. All year, the South Sydney forwards have, uh, quote-unquote, overachieved. I'm not sure they think they've overachieved, but uh, the the general consensus was that this was going to be their downfall, but to Tola and Burgess and Sewer and Murray and Knight, plus a a bench which has always performed, Nichols, Koloa, Matangi has been superb, and Jed Cartwright, Adin Hame Selay. Yeah. They are now looking at a Penrith side that doesn't have kick-out. Kurt Capel's the number 11 and only has two uh, big forwards now on the bench. How would they feel about their prospects against this Penrith forward pack?
2: Yeah, I, I think they'd, they'd, they'd like their chances against it then. I, I, I agree with you 100% that, and I, I probably was one of them guys who thought as well at the start of the year with South Sydney without Burgess and Burgess and John Sutton retiring, that, that them positions were going to be almost impossible to fill, but Along comes two guys in Jaden Sewer and Bailey Sirnan who have just been fantastic. has played 20 games this year. Bailey Sirnan's played 18 unexpected games, I would have imagined. He, and, and both made every post a winner. Um, Liam Knight has cut out the errors in his game. And as has Tom Burgess, has, has cut out that you know two or three drop balls he has a game. And they've obviously worked on that. And I, I read somewhere the other day where Freddie's thinking about uh, to Vita Totola uh, in the Origin I've heard that, yeah. as, as a boulder. And you know what? Um, why not? There's, the more you play, the more you're in the public eye. And if South win tonight and happen to get to the grand final, they'll have more players in the Origin squad than Penrith will because this kind of out of sight, out of mind now once you get beaten. So. Um, yeah, look, I think Mark Nichols is, is, is grown in the Mark is has grown a leg. You mentioned Colin Matangi, uh, been fantastic off the bench, young Kean, so And Jaime Salah, who comes in the team now um, with the withdrawal, withdrawal of uh, Campbell Graham, somehow gets shuffled around and makes him his way under the bench. So the, their depth is something that I didn't think they'd have at the start of the year, but they've got. There's a great story
4: to tell. I mentioned him on the, set, uh, the, the show earlier today. You know, he was, he was concreting a couple of years ago when the West Tigers didn't offer him a new contract. Um, just basically he never heard from them he was their under 20s captain he played in the junior kangaroos with nathan cleary and um, dylan edwards and those guys and basically was concreting for six or seven months had nothing and willie peters was his coach in the under 20s at the tigers had moved to south and they said to him what do you think of him and willie said give him a go and he went there and sammy burgess had a word in his ear and he's turned his turned his career around to the point where yeah brad's looking at him for that new south wales team he's a great story and i'm a bit like you guys i didn't think that pack would have any chance of getting this team to where they are now. I just didn't think the pack was good enough, but some blokes have stepped up for them.
0: I actually thought they struggled a little bit last week through the middle. I thought Parramatta dominated them with Campbell Gillard and Paulo early, and when they went off, and it wasn't until uh, they, they they started to get a little bit of traction, but it really wasn't until Damian Cook started finding ways just to make some pener- penetration around the ruck um, that South Sydney started to get a little bit of momentum, yeah. started to score some points, because um, I, I thought Campbell Gillard and Paulo would the two dominant middle players last week early on in that contest. So maybe that's another reason why Wayne's made a couple of changes and shuffled things around a little bit. He needs probably a little bit more impact from these guys from the start tonight if they're going to go with Penrith in the middle.
3: Let's have a listen to Wayne Bennett. He caught up with Channel 9 a short
2: time ago. Hi, Wayne.
0: (laughs) Yeah, hi. How are you?
2: (laughs) Not too bad. Are we good? I'm pleased to care. Yeah, yeah. What did you make of last night's game? Oh... Uh, Remind us how important it is for us to start well tonight. Um, you know one team's got the bye had a week off and the other team's been playing, so thought that was a most important part of last night to me watching. Your front rowers to Tyler, Burgess, Nichols, Knight, what have you made of them through the season? Uh, I think they've been pretty good. They've done a good job for us. Um, don't all have big reputations, but they've done done their job every week and they've got to do it here again tonight. If you had to think about tonight, well how many points do you think you need to win? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't thought about that one, Freddie. <laughs> well, I'll give you time to go. Over the thing, mate. Okay. Enjoy I'll tonight. Let you in yeah. an, hour, an hour and a half.
3: <laughs> good <laughs> luck. Uh, he's in a good mood. Uh, the uh, the Grand Master. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was going to
2: say more than them. You know what he's like at the moment. He's, you know how when you're riding a bike and you're pedalling along with it and it's slow and the, and the bike kind of goes side to side and you have to kind of readjust it, but when the when you when you're going fast on a bike, it just steers itself. <laughs> He's he's the bike of this team. He's just sitting back watching he's just watching this team do their thing. He's not coaching them. They're coaching each other. He's playing the meteor off a break. The stories aren't about how they're going. It's about
4: where it was Wayne gonna sign a Penrith. Wasn't in a um, was Wayne going to sign a Penrith? Was that like an Isaac? Hold on, oh, the only Was and that like just, ping pong on a truck? What was
0: that?
3: Yeah, go back to it then. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Bennett is the bike of the South Sydney. <laughs> <laughs>
2: down, up, push bike. Down, up, down. He goes to something? get across to the other side of town. I actually really get
3: the. You know, <laughs> I think everyone understands the reference.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just sitting back. You watch him in the box. He just smiles. He's going, I'm. I don't even think he's got a halftime plan, a, a, a summary, like, figured out. He just gets back and he goes, I can't do anything anymore. I can, I, I, I can pick the team, but I can't do anything for you guys anymore. It's up to you.
0: What was that song? What was that song on Riding Alone. <laughs> push push my back, honey, honey,
2: when I know it's you.
3: <laughs> only you can refer to someone as a bike and it not be totally offensive. Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll get you ready for this game, which is only 18 minutes away. Bunnies have finished their warm-up, although Adam Reynolds is going through some kicking. Panthers at the southern end going through their paces. I just the remember
2: last time they, we watched these warm-ups the other week. Parramatta were on there for about now. No. That's right, and we said it's too long, and they it fell apart. And Penrith of going close to it. Come on, get back in there, boys. Okay. <laughs> well, if they're still, uh, we got a three and a half minute advert. Yeah. If they're still going on that, you'll be
3: very unhappy. Start <laughs> Another button undone. All right, Triple M rocking the footy. We're live from ANZ Stadium as we rock the finals. It, 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 the hot water, Triple M rocks footy. We are twelve minutes away from kickoff. This is like the all-Sydney decider. Penrith versus uh, South. The winner to play the Melbourne Storm, MG. MG, they're still out there, the Panthers. Yeah, they
2: are. Yep. And that's good, said, But this is probably just their natural pre-game ritual. But I don't know. I just like being inside. I just like, you know, being more intense inside. It feels like you're in... You're more in a cocoon when you're inside. You can, you can It's talk more with... intimate, isn't it? It's
0: more intimate. Yeah, It's R- more R- intimate. Big games like this. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Uh, All right, Brent Reid uh,
3: just before we came on here, caught up with Ivan Cleary, the Panthers coach.
4: Ivan, you got the week off,
1: obviously. Um, tell yes. us what you did during the week off and how it's helped the team. Our first week, uh, we basically, you know, worked on uh, what we thought we needed to uh, fix need to from the uh, Roosters game. Uh, so it was more about, about our own stuff. And then once we knew we were playing, we've just trained the same, uh, prepared the same as we have every other game this year. We had uh, a bit of rest last weekend, um, so yeah, we feel like we're ready. No kick out tonight, but Kurt Capel's obviously played really good footy for you. What's he got to do tonight for you? Oh, just be Kurt Capel. Um, you know, he he brings a different sort of energy than kicks. He's a completely you know, different style of player. You uh, can't really replace uh, really only kick <laughs> out in that sense. But, um, you know, he played a couple of games ago at this ground, actually, in, in that role, and played really well so yeah we're, we just expect, expect him to, to play like him it just plays a role for the team I well, assume you watched the South game uh, last week what would you make of them <laughs> I did yeah. yeah watched a fair bit of South, actually yeah yeah look they were um, yeah, a bit iffy in the first first half you know Parra sort of finished that first half off well but completely dominated the second half so I um, mean they got a lot of strike um, so we got to make sure you know we control the ball well and, and limit what they can do is there one thing about them that worries you one aspect to them one player uh, not they really. look. They have they're dangerous. You know they um, you know and when, when they when they when they click, they can score points quickly. So um, that's probably the, the, the biggest danger. And again, it's, it's about how we limit um, that sort of threat. So the, a lot of that will come from how we play ourselves. there's one thing you got to do well tonight, Ivan, what is it? Control the ball uh, and our and our defence down there into the field. Thanks. Thanks. thanks good buddy. luck. Thank
3: well, they've got the best defence in the game, at least up to this point. 12.7 points they are conceding. South City concede 18. They can leak a few, but we know that South, when they get that ball in their hand and they're on song, they can get red hot. Let's take one more break. Here come the Panthers, MG. Now they're coming off. Uh, so the warm-up is over, and we're only nine minutes away from kickoff. We're so close to this second preliminary final. It's the Panthers and the Rabbitohs live on Triple M Footy. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy.
0: Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.